His peace, they are yours through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the Good Shepherd. Amen. Jesus speaks to us in the Gospel lesson, that, that whole chapter concerning the Good Shepherd and his sheep, and he says, I am the Good Shepherd, I know my sheep, and my sheep know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. These are Jesus' words. The biggest relationships, the most important relationships that we have in life are are usually based and built on value. Just think about that for a moment. If you have a friend who becomes dear and close to you, you value that friendship because in turn, usually they value you perhaps on an equal level, right? And, and that's how the relationship works. That's how relationships are built. Why do kids love parents? Because kids grow up seeing how much parents value kids and you hope in return that even at times when they're tempted to be unlovable, They act in a lovable way because they understand the value that a parent brings to this relationship. It it happens between husband and wife, friends, workers in society, neighbors. You might have this neighbor that does not value you. They look the other way when they go to get the mail and you think, well, that's not worth my time, right? The other neighbor, you wonder, oh my goodness, it's going to be a half an hour conversation because they value you so much and want to get into a dialogue. And so this one you value, this one you don't. And when those things get out of balance, relationships rise and fall. That's just the way it is in relationships in this life. And, and now, rather than just talking about relationships in general, I'd like to talk maybe about a, a relationship that you have. Have you ever, in a, val- in a relationship that you valued, have uh, just a deep disappointment when there was something that happened or a time that you needed someone or the time you thought you had more than you did and they let you down? When you present this or that, or at least they should see based on what they've heard or what you're going through, you'd think that they would invest themselves, but, but it seemed that at that time they were valuing themselves, their time, what they needed to pursue, what, what their life demanded more, more than you, and, and you were hurt, maybe disappointed. Maybe you stalk them on Facebook to see what could they be doing that keeps them so busy that they can't reach out to me, and then you in turn start to value that relationship less and the temptation for the silent treatment and the temptation to wait for them to apologize and make it up to you so that the values get back in balance. This is just one scenario. But it happens in families. It happens between husbands and wives. It happens at the workplace. Good grief. You think of, will this person walk right on beyond me if I don't bring value to this company? They're looking for the promotion, and they'll walk right over me. Values are important. And now we have Jesus coming to us and talking about a relationship that maybe is foreign to us because I don't recall ever having any of you introduce yourself and saying, I am a shepherd. That isn't a common occupation here in Lake Mills. Maybe you have hobby farms, some of you, but, but a shepherd and a sheep, that is a relationship that is maybe different to us. And Jesus spells out the values that are placed when it comes to shepherds and sheep, and he starts out first with a hired hand. 
Now this is someone who's just paid to watch over the sheep. There is the shepherd who owns the sheep, the hired hand who gets a salary to watch over the sheep, and then a big issue comes, the wolf comes. And the wolf has one thing in mind, it's there to take the sheep. Easy prey. And the wolf, though, is a very dangerous animal. And now the under, underling, the hired hand, has to make an assessment. Is that sheep worth it for me to defend that sheep? Because now my life is at risk. And it's just a sheep. You can always get more sheep. And even if I get canned because I didn't protect the sheep, I'm not going to go and, and then get attacked by the wolf. It's, it's not worth the value of my life for the sheep. And so the hired hand runs says, my, my life is far more valued than in any sheep. And the good shepherd then comes now, and, and the contrast in that relationship is the good, good shepherd values the sheep. He places a high value on the sheep, and, and maybe the value the shepherd puts in the sheep is far more than the value the sheep actually give to the shepherd. But, but Jesus now says, I am the good shepherd, and you are my sheep. Now let's go back to our lives. And and, and see, this isn't really how relationships work, that we place value into someone else beyond what they're valuable to. A lot of times, the way we emotionally deal with things, or maybe the way our actions are towards others, is so much based on what they bring to us. And, and I'll just play out maybe a few scenarios, and you'll see if they fit. Parents, has it ever gotten to the point where your kids are just acting like they sometimes do? And maybe there's reasons, there's something going on, not enough sleep, just stress in the home, but it's more than a Calgon take me away moment and you just think, I want it to end. It's just not worth it. I try and they don't and, and then I explain and they don't listen and you, the only thing that keeps you invested is how embarrassing it would be if you abandoned those sheep. So we're pressured sometimes to find love and optimism when, when it's hard. How often hasn't it been in relationships when you're surprised when someone does something for you and you actually say, wow, what's going on? You would actually do that. And that's just a sad statement that, that the other person that you love or maybe committed a life to has to be surprised at the actions of the other person. Are they so invested in other things they can't even listen when you talk because they're looking at something on their phone or they're watching TV? And that's just a small thing of the bigger things. And that's how it goes. We play this out, and there's just this, this value balance going on. And, and kids, I don't mean to pick on you, but sometimes this happens. It really does. I hear about it. I experienced it. I'm a parent, too. Probably was involved in it as a kid. All of a sudden, when mom and dad tell you to do something that you know you need to do, it's getting ready for bed, it's helping with dinner, or something like that, you get really, really busy. All of a sudden now, when it's time for bed, you have all these questions about homework. You're so involved in something, you almost want to throw a fit because you value what you're doing more than the under-shepherd God has placed over you. And really what you're saying is, I value me more than you. We don't think about it that way. We just think that's the way it is. This is the way kids are. This is the way parents are. This is the way in the workplace. This is the way in the world. And why am I doing this? Why am I picking on so many people in so many ways? Because it's such a big contrast to the way that Jesus looks and values his sheep. Imagine for a second if the good shepherd would have looked at the sheep and said, only if you bring value to me will I do anything to intercede, to protect, 
to save you. What would it look like for you and me right now if the Good Shepherd would say to us as the wolf comes, as things in life, they come. (laughs) And it's hard and it hurts and we're surrounded by enemies all around us, sometimes enemies within us. We come every week confessing a lot of the same things. We're pretty good at what we do and it's not pleasing God. Imagine if he said, "Um, I'm too busy right now I've got a lot going on being God of all and in heaven above, and this is just a sheep. What value do they bring to me? Man, I can just say the words and create another one. What value is that sheep to me? Always confessing, always saying I'm sorry, always wandering, never listening. I'm out. I'm done. But we have a good shepherd, and his name is Jesus. And Jesus not only says, I value my sheep. He actually says, I value you more than me. Can you imagine? To have a God who would look at his creation, who have rebelled and failed and say, I am putting a value on you that is more than I value me. Whatever it takes, whatever I have to do, I will do. If it's fighting the enemies, then let's do battle. If it's going against the way of the world, then let me come and be the guiding voice. Whatever it takes to bring my sheep in. And so our good shepherd does that. He doesn't just say the words from a distance. He comes and invests himself in life. He comes and takes on flesh and blood to make himself vulnerable. And then the lion comes. Then the wolf comes and there is no defense for the sheep. They can't do it on their own. The only thing that can be done is for the shepherd to stand before the sheep and say, over my dead body, and the battle ensues. That's what happens, isn't it? The roaring lion comes and he attacks the shepherd who stands there strong, the sheep behind him, and there is blood everywhere, carnage, and the spike goes through the heart of the one who is attacking. He lays there dead, but there is another body that lays there dead too. It happened on a cross with spikes and wood and blood did flow, and that's what had to happen because the sheep they wandered And there was no other way that the shepherd could protect the sheep and and free them from what they have done but to give his own life. And then the words come to us today, I am the good shepherd, and I willingly lay down my life for my sheep because I love them more than me. Whatever it takes to bring those sheep in, that's, that's what I do. I don't think, I don't place value, is it worth it? No, I act. And then the sheep wander in and see the big enemy is, is dead, has been conquered. And they can breathe a sigh of relief, but, but right next to that, they see the one who loved them more than he loved himself. He's, he's dead too. And, and to that, they wonder, what, what are we to do? Who are we to follow? There's no voice. There's no leading. What do we do? And then they see the eyes start to quiver and the lungs begin to fill. And then the one who is dead stands up very much alive with a shepherd's crook in his hand and there he is calling his sheep. Do you hear what Jesus says? I give my life. I lay it down because I'm willing to do it. I lay down my life by my authority. I willingly do this for the sheep. This was my call. I did it because my father said it was the only way. And under his will, I acted. And it meant sacrifice. 
for the sheep that wandered. But guess what? He has authority over death. He has authority to call his life right back again. And that's what our good shepherd did. I have authority to lay down my life and authority to take it back again. And now rising up with our big enemies dead. No longer a, 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 a mortal threat to us. Jesus now leads and says, I am the good shepherd. Yes, I laid down my life for my sheep because I love you. Now follow me. Hear my voice. I am leading you to places better than you have ever experienced here. You're going to have to trust me in this. Could we have it any better? I know this is picture language, but it's speaking of reality. We have one who leads us, who values us more than himself, who gives it all, even the highest sacrifice that we, for maybe the closest relationship, would say, yes, my life for my spouse or my child. And Jesus says, for it all, those that were found, those were lost, I give my life. Could we have it any better than having a good shepherd that we can follow? that is going to lead us through this life and allow nothing to get in the way of the plan he has for us forever. He has all authority. He has authority over this world. He has authority over even death and says, now that I have risen, if you follow me, you will rise too. Even if you experience the worst that this world can offer, it is nothing because you have a good shepherd who has authority to take your life back and to give you what he has already planned, resurrection and life. But there's one more thing. He loves the lost too. He loves you and me to be sure. He comes and feeds us even today, his body and blood. This is what we experience, the hope and the peace that we live in, but he loves the lost that are still wandering. And he says, I am the good shepherd of not only the found, the sheep that listen to my voice, but of everyone. The lost are out there and they are wandering. They don't know the good shepherd. They don't know what you know. They don't have what you have. They don't have the future hope that is always yours. And now he says, go and help find the lost. Be my under-shepherds. Remember, I love you and value you more, more than me. He says, now you who have experienced this kind of love, go and value others more than yourself. And maybe it starts in our families, right? It starts with husbands and wives. It starts with kids and parents. It starts with extended family. And there'll be a lot of gatherings here. Confirmations, graduations, weddings in June, getting together. This is how we interact. I value you more, more than me. Is that not what flows from us who follow the shepherd? But then it's those other things that are kind of hard, those other relationships that seem to take time and we just, they're kind of clunky and we don't know what to say and we don't know how to act and we just in our minds think it's going to take too much time, too much listening, there is no hope. We avoid them, they're lost, there's nothing I can do. The good shepherd says, value them as much as I value you. Every one of them, because I died for them too. And I want to bring them all in so that there is one flock under one shepherd who is good. And so sacrifices might have to be made. Sometimes it's our own pride and our own selfishness, and that's a hard one to overcome. Sometimes it's just being bold in, in things that 
that are just hard because you don't know how it's going to turn out. And we like to know how it's going to turn out. It may cost you a little time. It, it may cost you a little money. It may cost you some things, but it's just a, such a small cost. It's not going to cost you your life. No, that, that sacrifice has already been paid. But even if it does, even let's say in the worst case scenario it costs you your life, isn't it worth it? You who have been so valued by your God, wouldn't it be worth it to go and give even the highest, the most valuable thing to find the lost? Because even if it costs your life, you do not have to fear. You don't have to fear anything anymore. Why? Because you have a good shepherd who has absolute authority over death, authority to give life, and no matter what happens to you, he is going to use that authority on your behalf to give you life. Life that is full, life that lasts, life that he has already planned for you in heaven. Could it be any better to have such a good, good shepherd? A good shepherd who loves the lost, who loves the wandering, who loves sheep like you and like me. Amen. Please stand. Now may the peace of God that is ours through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the Good Shepherd, lead us to follow his voice wherever he leads and lead us to help do the leading so that lost may hear his voice too. Amen. I invite